Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. I am sincerely doubtful that we will be done in 10 minutes, but I will do my very best today. (laughs) Our focus scripture for today is Psalm 52, verses 8 through 9. This is another Psalm of King David. I'm not giving you background on the Psalm because I have a lot to talk about with some um, some of the topics in the verses themselves, so we're going to focus on that. So Psalm 52 verses 8 and 9 say, But I am like an olive tree growing in the house of God. I trust in his constant love forever and ever. I will always thank you, God, for what you have done. In the presence of your people, I will will proclaim that you are good. So I feel like this is literally a half an hour sermon in these two little verses, but I'm going to do my very, very best to break it down quickly. I want to start with the very first part of um, verse 8. But I am like an olive tree growing in the house of God. I did some research about olive trees and I found out a lot of fun facts. I will not share them all with you in the interest of time. But some things that I think are important, when David picked an olive tree and um, compared himself in the simile of growing in the house of the Lord like an olive tree, I was wondering why an olive tree? Why is that what he's focused on? I mean, granted, there are tons of olive trees around, but there are other kinds of trees too. And so I started looking up interesting facts on olive trees. The olive tree can live 2,000 plus years. The average lifespan is 500 years, but there are olive trees that have lived between 1,500 and 2,000 years. And there's one in Greece that's 2,000 years old and it's still growing. So I thought of how olive trees are long lasting. I thought that was pretty cool. And then olive trees... Um, they have to grow three to five years before they can first be harvested. And really, they might need to grow eight to nine years before they're able to fully be productive with producing olives. And they're known as a slow-growing plant or a slow-growing tree. So they don't just grow super crazy fast. They grow less than a foot each year. And then the older they get, the less they grow. And I was thinking about all this as I was thinking about why would David compare himself to an olive tree? And I thought about how we as Christians, when we are first falling in love with the Lord, we're growing in leaps and bounds, right? We are on fire for God. And so I think about that like at the beginning of the olive tree's life when it's like growing up to a foot each year. And then I was thinking about how as we get more comfortable in our walk with the Lord, a lot of times we slow down in our growth. Um, And it's really important that we continue to stay focused on God and we we continue to look at different trials and tribulations and different opportunities in our life as opportunities of growth in God. Um, And then I saw some more similarities between us and olive trees. Pruning the olive trees help them grow and you can actually even prune an olive tree and you can take a piece of an olive tree that you've cut off and you can make a whole new olive tree from that little branch. You just place it in some water or some soil. There's different ways to do it. I'm not going to get into all that. But what was interesting to me is that's a lot like us as Christians, right? When we give of ourselves to others, then a lot of times those others will enter into relationship with the Lord or grow in their own relationship with the Lord. And then I was thinking about how God often prunes us, (laughs) which we don't always like, but it does make us grow better and it does help us. Um, 
there are some other fun facts about olive trees, but I do want to share this one. They go dormant in the winter. And the little description I read said they go dormant in the winter, which is like they kind of go to sleep or they don't do as much in the winter so they can be strong and beautiful in the spring. And I was thinking about how we also have times of being dormant in our lives where we're not doing as much. And I think about God's command that we're to have a Sabbath, that we're to take time to rest. And so a lot of times we in this busy, busy, hustle, get it culture feel guilty when we are still and we're relaxing. And I want to be clear that God, that doesn't come from God. God wants us to rest. God modeled to us that it's important to rest and God commanded us to rest. And so it's really important that we not um, allow ourselves to just go, 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 go without taking time to rest. And so even like these olive trees have this period of dormancy where they're not doing anything, they come back fresher, bigger, and better than ever. I love that um, it said strong and beautiful in the spring. We have seasons in our lives. We have times where we're supposed to be doing, 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 and then we have times where we are supposed to be resting, resting, resting. So I want to talk, we're going to go through the rest of the verses in a moment, but I want, um, I want to talk more about how we can model our lives Um, after an olive tree growing in the house of God um, and how that beginning of these two verses sets up everything else that David talks about. So I'm going to have us pause and reflect on what can we do better or differently so that we can be more like the olive tree. And we'll be right back. Prayerfully, the time of reflection was helpful and you were able to think of ways that you can be better or more like the olive tree. I was reflecting in my own life of what I can do to be better and more like an olive tree. And I was thinking about how as I have matured in Christ, um, I do see that my growth has slowed down. But I do also see that I make strategic decisions to continue to look for opportunities to grow in the Lord. So that was one of the reflections I came away with. And then um, there was one fact about olive trees that I wanted to share with you, and then we're going to move on. (laughs) But I thought this was interesting. Um, One of the things I read said that to increase um, the production of your tree, to have trees planted together. And it talked about how they can grow. I don't even know if I said this. They can grow... um, crazy big I think it was like 20 feet tall 25 feet tall which I know like for trees it's not like they're you know the redwoods that can grow hundreds of feet but that's still pretty big for a fruit bearing tree um I'm not sure if all is a fruit but we're gonna call it fruit for right now so I was thinking about how oh oh no I want to share this one little fact with you so I thought this was really interesting to increase their um, production of olives they recommended planting them together and obviously not so close together because they can grow almost as wide as they grow tall but I thought about how we as Christians grow better together when we have um, other Christians around us to encourage us so I just wanted to share that one one last fun fact about comparing ourselves to olive trees So when David says, but I am like an olive tree growing in the house of God, the next thing he says is I trust in his constant love forever and ever. And I think about how if we are a healthy olive tree, if we are rooted and grounded in God, if we are um, being mindful of the different opportunities in our lives as um, 
opportunities to serve God, to grow in God, to hear from God, then I think that that has to be rooted and grounded in trusting in his constant love forever and ever. So often we forget that God constantly loves us. I know even in my own life, as much as I love the Lord and as much as he speaks to me and as much as he uses me and as much as I see his hand in my in my life all the time, there are some moments where things are really bad and I get frustrated and I'm I find myself looking to God like, where are you? What are you doing? And even though I do trust in his constant love forever and ever, and I know his love is constant, there are still moments where it feels like something went left or something went wrong. And so when we think about um, the importance of what we can learn from the life of an olive tree about a time of rest and and about not trying to grow too fast and about... um, just recognizing that there's different seasons of our lifespan and that it's a long journey so it's not going to happen all at once and that when we give of ourselves like the trees get pruned that we can encourage others so as we um as we look at these verses and i want to go over verse nine it's so important for us to be mindful and to be reminded that The olive tree that David referenced isn't an olive tree just out in any old garden. He said it's an olive tree growing in the house of God. We need to be in the house of God to facilitate our growth. And I know with the pandemic, a lot of people are doing church at home, and I'm not trying to push anybody into doing anything they're not comfortable with, but there's definitely a difference between watching church online and actually being inside a building with like-minded believers where you can hear other people worshiping and praising God at the same time you're worshiping and praising God. So I want to encourage us to um, make an effort to get back into the house of the Lord so that we can be together on one accord in person. Um, Not that there's anything wrong with doing it online. I know there are whole churches founded online, but I just want to encourage us that sometimes we need that human connection. So last but not least, I'm thinking now that I could have done this whole podcast on just that one verse, but we're going to finish with verse nine. (laughs) David says, I will always thank you, God, for what you have done. In the presence of your people, I I will proclaim that you are good. And it is really important that as we are trusting God, as we are growing in God, that we do thank him, that we recognize God for all that he has done, and that we not only praise the Lord in our private time, but even in the presence of other people, we proclaim God's goodness so that other people will recognize all the grace and mercy that God pours out in our lives. So I pray that this has been a blessing. I know we spent a lot of time talking about olive trees, but I really want us to see the comparison um, and to see the great and amazing opportunities that God gives us to grow in him and how there's so much in nature that we can compare our lives to because God has created everything and he can use anything to help us and to grow us and to use us to help others. I pray that this has been a blessing for you. I'm going to close us in prayer and we will be back tomorrow with more tips and strategies for how to live your holiest, hotness life. But first, we're going to close in prayer. And I encourage you that as you spend your quiet time reading through God's word, that when you see references to um, different things that pique your curiosity, research them and find out why you think the author made that reference or used that reference. There's nothing accidental in God's word. Every word is significant. Let's pray. 
Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for who you are. We thank you for your goodness, for your mercy, and for your grace, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, that you truly, Lord, have blessed us with your holy word, which is alive and active and living within us and sharper than any two-edged sword, Lord God, and that it's through your holy word that we can grow in our knowledge of understand and understanding of who you are and all that you have for us, Lord. Pray, Father God, that you will help us to continue to dig deep into your word, Lord God, to find examples of how you desire to grow us and bless us and use us, Lord God, how you desire to encourage us, Lord God. Help us to be mindful of your command to rest, Lord God, and as we grow in our ability to trust you, Lord, help us to continue, continue to look to you to lead us and guide us as we continue to live our holiest hot mess lives. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. Again, I pray that this was a blessing to you. I pray that you will like, share, (laughs) and encourage others to participate and listen to Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life podcast. And I pray that you'll come back to hear more tips and strategies of how you can live your holiest hot mess life. God bless.